Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. start off playing a minor chord. I should start off playing a major chord. You should. Hi. Hi. Stein. My name is Steve Stein. I like to play D major. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great, Steve. How are you, brother? Good. I'm doing good. Good, man. Hey, guys, thank you for joining us again on an acoustic guitar workshop session. Steve and I are really, really <clears throat> flattered every time anybody shows up. I always say, Steve, if we're going to do one of these live sessions, anybody shows up, we'll just consider it gravy. It'd be great. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll just be me and you. That'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for coming, guys. Really appreciate it. Uh, if you have questions, please post them in the old chat box, in the comment box, if you want to get notified of the next acoustic uh, workshop session. Make sure you subscribe and hit notify so you can get notified about that. If you want to learn some acoustic guitar uh, tips and tricks and coolness, today we're actually going to do 10 beginner acoustic songs, then stay with us. Keep watching. If you want to learn it even faster, go to guitarzoom.com and check out Steve Stein's brand new acoustic guitar course, cleverly entitled Acoustic Guitar by Steve Stein. (laughs) I always love saying that. It goes through everything you need to know. It's what we call the ultimate guide to acoustic and um, chords, chord progressions, scales, strumming patterns, ocean strumming technique, which we talked about in another one of the acoustic sessions, all different types of things. Everything you want to know is an A to Z thing course. And so if that's where you're at in your guitar journey, go check that out. It's acoustic guitar by Steve Stein at guitarzoom.com. And by the way, We will be putting all of these acoustic workshops for you in a playlist on the YouTube channel. So you'll be able to check that out and watch them all in case you missed any previous sessions. Don't worry. The sky's not falling. You can just go there and watch them. They're all, they'll be there for you. Also, any future sessions, we're going to put them in the playlist for you. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Go over and click on the old playlist thing if you're on desktop and go down and you'll find it, Acoustic Guitar Workshop, or you can just Google it. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Let's do 10 beginner songs. What you say, Steve? Sure. So what we're going to do is we're just going to start uh, relatively easy. And again, easy is a relative term, but we're going to start with just a few chords, uh, fairly straightforward songs, and then we're going to just keep kind of bumping it up from there. Cool. So if you're kind of new to playing songs, what I always like to do is I like to start off, you know, like using chords that you use all the time. So we're going to be looking at the G, the C, and the D chords, okay? And it doesn't matter whether you play your G like this or three finger, you know, whatever's comfortable for you. If you play your C this way or this way, you know, again, whatever works for you. So right now the, the goal isn't to stress about whether or not you're playing your chords the same way I am. It's just understand that however you play G, however you play C, however you play D is perfectly fine. So what we're going to do is start off with some stuff that you might have heard before. The first one's going to be Sweet Home Alabama, and that just goes from D to C to G. 
okay? So when you play this, what I always tell people is think about it as stepping up. Like if you're brand new at playing these chords, don't overwhelm yourself with like all the strumming and the picking and all these things. Just learn to maybe strum once per chord and go one. Let's see, we'd go And that way, you've got time to move your fingers. You might have watched us talk about bouncing before, which is really, really important to be able to do this. We did that in a different video. So you could start off by just strumming once per chord, and once you get comfortable with that, maybe you strum twice per chord. So you'll notice I'm strumming D twice and C twice, which is like one measure, and then G for four. So I have one, two, three, four, you try and do that and that's too hard then just go back to strumming once if you can do that you might start strumming double that so you have one two three four one two three four one two three four five six seven eight one two three four and you'll notice as I keep moving forward I keep getting closer and closer to the actual rhythm of the song so once I get there then I might start actually separating which I'll show you here on this camera angle I might start separating by plucking the fourth string of the D which is the bass note and then strum the C chord and then go to my C and do the same thing separate that note the fifth string there and then G and it begins to sound again even more like uh, Leonard Skinner And then the last thing, ultimately, and this is what I do for every song when I try and teach people, is you start with minimal amounts of strumming and work your way in. And once you get to the end there, you actually start learning how to do up strums. And again, we talked about this ocean strumming like Dan had mentioned. We do that in another video. That would be in the playlist, right? Mm-hmm. So my point is, is that like when I teach classes, I might teach this song to a group of 20 people or 30 people, and they're not all on the same level, right? So some of them might just be going... And some of them might be going... And the overachievers would be going... And they're all playing together. So my point is, is that I just want you to enjoy the song. I was trying to teach people to just learn how to get from point A to point B, the beginning of a song, to the end of the song. And maybe you don't play all the parts and maybe it isn't all perfect, but at least you get to experience what it's like to play a song from beginning to end. And then you can always go back and keep refining it, making it better and making your playing better. Super cool. When you were playing, I thought of a couple of things. Uh, you mentioned the ocean strumming, you mentioned uh, the bouncing technique. Guys, those are, we, we had specific workshops on those techniques, the bouncing technique, which is bouncing around uh, and learning how to make chord changes really, really easily. And also the ocean strumming technique, which is in another video, so you definitely want to check that out. It'll be in the playlist. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, another thing, you mentioned play songs. Guys, We um, Steve has a, an entire membership called Play Songs. It's called playsongs.com. Just go to playsongs.com. Uh, it's a, it's an annual membership, and he goes through and teaches you how to play all different kinds of songs. And uh, that's also available for you. So I just wanted to mention that since you mentioned the old, if you're doing a songs thing here. And we should probably tell people who the heck we are. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that. I'm Dan Denley, founder of Guitar Zoom. This is my good friend, Steve Stein. Hello. That's who we are. We like to help people learn guitar. All <laughs> right. So the first one was Sweet Home Alabama. Yes. 
And the next, the next two actually, let me pull up my list here. I've got it on my phone. The next two are the same exact chord progression. And this is what, why I like to teach these is because once you've learned how to play one song, you, you've learned how to play literally hundreds of songs, but we're just going with a couple of different ones today. So Werewolves of London, for instance, by Warren Zevon is exactly the same chord progression, almost the same tempo. And you might know that like the, uh, that kind of sound. So when you're thinking about the rhythm, bum, 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 it's very, very, very similar. So you can play Werewolves of London. If you learn how to play Sweet Home Alabama, you've learned Werewolves of London. So that would be your second song. Your third song would be All Summer Long by Kid Rock, which is both of those songs combined. He uses little elements of both of those songs in that song, which is kind of kind of clever. So if you, you know, if you like one style of music more than another, you could just choose whichever song and learn how to play that. But again, same thing. For that song, you're going. do the same thing over and over and over with all three of those songs crazy i never thought about that exact same chords exact same chord progression just a little bit different rhythms yeah and even the rhythm isn't all that much different the tempos really aren't that different you know they're they're it's just it's pretty pretty interesting but i guess when you start learning a lot of songs you recognize those things and and that's what makes it awesome about learning the basics, the fundamentals of like the guitar is that it opens up doors to play so many different kinds of songs. Um, and it all, you know, so it, it, it all, it looks easy. And then when you start learning, it's, it's a lot of work, but the truth is once you get three or four or five or six chords learned, you can play hundreds, if not thousands of songs, which is great. So anyway, so those are our first three songs. Cool. The next thing we're going to do is one of my favorite songs is a song called Can't You See by Marshall Tucker. Mm -hmm. Marshall Tucker Band. And this is the same three chords again, but the setup is a little bit different. So here you're going D, C, G, and then back to D. So you'll notice that the tempo is now slowed down a little bit. We stay on each chord for a full measure, where we weren't doing that before. Uh, and then we do what, what I've always referred to as a sandwich. It's easier for people to visualize, but you think about the song as a D sandwich because you're starting with a D chord and you're ending with a D chord. So you have to remember when you get done at the end playing that D chord and you start all over, you have to stay on the D chord again because you have to start again on the D. So we're playing a sequence of four measures, we call it. So we're going D, two, three, four, C, two, three, four, G, you're at the end there so you have to start all over one two you have to stay on that d so think of it as a d sandwich if you will the d chord comes at the beginning of the progression and it stay and it ends and then it begins it again yeah so, so it's like two slices it. of bread right so when you get done you got to go back and you got to start all over again so if Super you just cool. keep that in mind again it's pretty straightforward and you don't have to do all the fancy strumming if you're not ready for that you literally can just go d two three four and use those other three beats to get to the next chord so you go one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one. And of course, again, it might not sound ideal. It might not be what you, what you want, 
but you just have to, the most important thing is, is that you figure out where you are, you know, as you're learning chords and changing and strumming. Again, it all looks very easy when you watch somebody play, but if you're new to playing, it's a, there's a lot going on in your brain and in your fingers at once. So it's okay to back something off. You know, I always tell people it's okay to back the rhythm off. You know, you might've watched another video where we were talking about, uh, I don't remember if it was that one or not, the ocean strumming, but I talk about scratching, right? Yeah. So you can always go back and watch that one too. And of course it's in the guitar course as well, but scratching is something that you can do separate. So when you're learning this song right now, our goal is to talk about chords and get you going. So I don't want to go back and talk for 20 minutes about strumming, but um, always remember you can separate the strumming out. So you can just keep it simple. One, two, three, four, one, two, and then add another strum. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, and so on. And then add another one. One, two, three, and then you could start strumming up in between one and two and three. You see, you just keep building as you go. And uh, mm -hmm. so that's another really good one. Can't you see? Very straightforward. You just have to remember now we're dealing with the sandwich theory, right? It's because we're yep. D, C, G, and D. Can't you see? Yeah, I love that too. I love that song. It's on my playlist. Oh, by the way, guys, this we're talking about, don't get worried about like one, four, five. He said one, four, five chord progression. Don't worry about that. You don't need to know. Did I say one, four, five? Or did I? Yeah, I don't. I think, think we were talking about that beforehand. Oh, before yeah, we started yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, don't worry about that, guys. Um, you don't need to know that stuff in order to play these songs. Oh, gosh. But if you want to learn it, it's in the course. Yeah. All the chord progressions, because once you can learn a few chord progressions, man, especially that one four five or i think it's five four one in these songs we're talking about right now right now though once you get that your head wrapped around that you can start recognizing that in songs that you want to learn just by ear you're like oh yeah that's the old one four five again or that's a one four six five or something you know you can pick that up really easily but that whole chord progression thing is completely separate discussion that we may or may not do a, a thing on but anyway it's in the it's in the course acoustic guitar it's that a guitar yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely think of, you know, the one thing I want you to be aware of is the fact that like G, C, and D, think of them as siblings, right? G, C, and D are used together all the time. So oftentimes if the song starts with G, you're probably going to see a C and a D. And again, it depends on the style of music and there's all other parameters too, but it's just, it's just something to be aware of. And what we're doing right now is we're using G, C, and D. We're just using them backwards. So we're using the G, C, and D, which are siblings, right? but we're just using them in a reverse fashion. The next mm -hmm. song though, um, we're going to start with the G. So this time we're gonna use G, C, and D, but we're gonna add a new chord. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. 
we're going to cool. add the next chord we're going to add is a minor okay so in order to play this next song you need to have g of any kind c of any kind d of any kind and a minor okay and this is going to be knocking on heaven's door the Bob Dylan version. Nice. And the Bob Dylan version is a little bit easier because it's a little bit more mellow and it just does the same thing over and over and over. Okay. So the chord progression never changes. Once you learn the chord changes, that's what it is for the whole song. So what you're going to do is you're going to go G, D, A minor. Okay. And then you're going to hold that A minor for a full measure. So you're going G to D, two, A minor, two, three, four. Okay? One, two, one, two, one, two, three, four. And then what happens is the one that makes this a little more unique is it's actually got two parts to it. So the first part is G, D, A minor. The second part is G, D, C. Okay? So now you've got hmm. G, D, C. And again, however you like to play these chords. All right? So if I put the whole thing together, it sounds like this. G to D, A minor, 2, 3, 4, G, D, C. Now if I add some strumming to it, it's going to sound a bit more like the song. That's another song that's really fun, but again, it requires a little more of your time because you have to know another chord, and you have to think about the fact that you actually have a couple different sections. Super cool, man. Yeah. Also my playlist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing. I've got a playlist that me and my uh, teenage son have been working out to, and it's called Classic Rock, and a lot of these songs you're teaching right now are on that playlist, so I'm like, I feel like I need to have my weights in my hand or something. <laughs> cool, dude. Where do we go from here? Okay, so the next song, we're going to do uh, G, C, and D again. But this time, instead of adding an A minor, we're going to add an E minor. So A minor and E minor, think about if your G, C, and D were your siblings, A minor and E minor are like cousins, right? Nice. We're going we're to use them sometimes. We're not, we're, they're not always with us, but we're going to use them sometimes. So now we've got E minor. So we're going to go from G to E minor to C to D. Now this could be a whole host of different songs, but the song we're focusing on is Last Kiss by Pearl Jam. So we've got G, E minor, C, D, G, E minor, C, And again, the rules would follow the same way. If you can't strum all of that, you can simply strum once per chord or whatever you'd like to do. Again, that's for you to figure out, but it just does the same thing over and over and over. So this is another really good one to learn. Super cool. See more people filtering in here, guys. I want to thank you for being here. Um, I'm Dan Denley, founder of Guitar Zoom, and this is my good friend Steve Stein. We're doing an acoustic workshop for you today. Make sure you subscribe and hit notify to get a notification of these uh, workshops that we're doing. 
If you missed any of the previous sessions, no worries. We're putting them all on a playlist for you right there on the old YouTube channel. So you can go to the Steve Stein YouTube channel. You can go to Guitar Zoom YouTube channel, check out those playlists. If you enjoy acoustic, you want to learn acoustic, you want to beef up your playing, keep watching. We're going over 10 songs. We've already covered, I think, five. Five. Yep, five. And we're going to do five more for you. If you want to learn these songs, keep watching. If you want to learn them even faster, you can go to playsongs.com and sign up for the um, Play Songs membership, where Steve's got hundreds of songs in there. Also, um, we're talking about acoustic guitar, so Steve has a new course. It's called Acoustic Guitar by Steve Stein, available at guitarzoom.com. Go ahead, my friend. Okay, so the next song we're going to do is uses a capo at the second fret. And again, we've done a, a session about capos as well. So now what I'm going to be doing is with that capo at the second fret, I'm going to use G, C, D, and E minor again. Okay. But again, they're going to be in a little bit different order. And this is going to be wagon wheel. Whether or not cool. you listen to the Darius Rucker version or whether you listen to the old Crow Medicine Show version, it doesn't really make any difference because they're, um, they're both in the same key. So with this one, what we're doing is going G, D, So this song, like Knocking on Heaven's Door, actually has two sections to it. When I say sections, I'm thinking of it as a group of four, right? So I'm going G to D to E minor to C, and again, with whatever way you play your chords, that's one section. So I'm, I'm visualizing that, G, D, E minor, C. The next section that I play is G, D, C, C. So I have G, D, C, and then I hold it again like all those other songs we were talking about, right, where you just stay on that chord. So I've got G, D, E minor, C, G, So that's the next one. Super cool, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gives a completely different uh, sound with the capo. Yeah. Yeah, it makes everything sound a little bit higher, obviously. Um, and then you'll notice, and again, I'd have to go back and listen to it because it's been a little while since I heard the song, but I think the rhythm's got a little bit of that swing, that country kind of kind of feel to it. But I, 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 I really haven't heard it in a while, so I'm not sure. But that always helps with the rhythm as well, so... And uh, guys, if you're interested, there is a entire workshop, uh, acoustic workshop, I can't talk, acoustic workshop video on using a capo in this series. So it'll be in the playlist for you if you want to learn the different way. I think we go over three different reasons to use a capo and how to use a capo. And anyway, it's on there for you. Yep. Cool. Go ahead, buddy. All right. So the next song we've got is Zombie by the Cranberries. Okay, now this one's going to use E minor, C, G, and D. But there's a little twist on the D at the end. So we have E minor. So with this one, what you're doing is you're starting off with the E minor this time then heading to your C, then going to your G, 
and then going to your D. So it's a little bit different order, but this time what we're gonna do is we're gonna take this D chord right here, and we're gonna take our thumb over the top, and we're gonna press on the second fret of the sixth string here. Now it does change the sound a little bit. It's not real dramatic, and if that's really hard for you to do, you certainly do not need to add that. But it is kind of fun if you've never done it before. So I'm going E minor, and then C, and then G, and then D with my thumb, and what that does is it enables me to strum all six strings. Now technically this is called D, and then you'd see a little slash and it would say F sharp, D slash F sharp, but again, don't let that stress you out. If you saw a D slash F sharp and you went, what the heck is that? You could just play a D chord and you would be perfectly fine. So it sounds like this. zombie nice yeah that slash thing freaks people out a lot of times they're like ah, d slash f sharp what does it mean yeah don't worry you can just leave it off just play a d chord anytime you see a slash chord like that guys yeah yeah if you're not ready for that information it's okay you can just play it regular but again at some point you're going to want to learn those kind of things because they are important um in the way our songs sound it adds more color you can notice when i play that d f sharp it's beefier, right? Because now I have the capability of playing those thicker strings where if I just play a D, I don't have that. It's okay if I don't do it, but eventually, you know, depending on where you are in your guitar journey, it's a nice thing to learn how to, how to play. Yep. So that's Zombie. And then the next one we've got, oh yes, is this one. So I'm trying to kind of go all over the map here with giving some classic songs and stuff that's not quite so old and that sort of thing. Um, so this one, what we're doing is we're playing E minor to C to G to D again. It's the same chord progression as Zombie, okay? The difference is in how you play these. You'll notice that the tempo is a little bit faster in this one, okay? But again, if you only know your beginning chords, you could very easily just play E minor like this, and C like this, and G like this, and D like this, and it would be perfectly fine. But you're gonna notice I'm playing this a little bit different. What I'm doing is I'm thinking of this like my four finger G chord. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna leave these fingers down here the whole time. These two fingers will stay here. So I'm making an E minor chord, but I'm leaving these two fingers here. And then I'm going to C right here. I'm playing the top of the C chord with these two fingers, leaving these here. Then I'm going to G. And then what I'm doing is I'm actually moving over to the D F sharp I was just telling you about, right? But I'm leaving these here. So what I'm doing is putting my middle finger on the third string to make kind of the, the full D chord there, although this string doesn't make any sense with that. And then I'm adding the F sharp with my first finger up here. So again, if you look at that and go, holy crap, that makes no sense, you can just play them as normal chords. But if you've been playing for a little while, this is a really fun voicing to play your E minor like this, and then C, and then G, and then D. And then he does a real driving kind of strum.
those downs and then every once in a while it kind of throws a little flamenco kind of you see but again it's just building it's just watching it over and over and over and going okay well, where am i at and what chords are comfortable for me and then you build on top of that i know that's smashing pumpkins but what's the name of that song disarm disarm yep disarm I remember that song. Yes. Back in my Isn't early it? days of teaching, I used to teach these songs all the time. I bet. Yeah, all the time. I bet. Super cool, man. So 10 songs we covered today. I don't think we've that... got to the last one, have we? Oh, we haven't? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so the last one is an Alice in Chains song. Now, this one technically would be tuned down what we call a half step, but... I'm not tuning down my guitar and I don't expect you to do the same thing, but if you really wanted to play along with the song, you'd need to tune your guitar down a half step. So this one uses again, the same chords we just looked at, okay, in Disarm. This one's called Nutshell. This is off of uh, Alice in Chains Unplugged. You can, you can get this version that I'm playing right here. So I'm playing E minor that same way that I did in Disarm. And then I go up to G. And then what I do, though, is I go to just a regular old D. And I leave my third finger there. We call that a pivot point. And again, Dan and I talked about this in another video in this mm. playlist. So we go E minor, G, to D. And then I drop back to that C with those two fingers down here again. So three of the chords are played with these two fingers down here. It's just D, you got to play normal. So I have... start all over. Now this one is hard and the, the reason I left this one last is because the chord changes are very very fast mm -hmm. compared to the other songs. So it takes a little bit of practice to get that one. Super cool, man. Guys, you mentioned pivot points. <clears throat> We've talked about um, pivot points are in a complete other video that we did in this acoustic session, uh, acoustic work workshop. So you might want to check that out. Also, we talked about ocean strumming. Also a video that we've done in the acoustic sessions, acoustic workshops. Uh, we talked about bouncing, moving chords uh, easily without hitting dead notes and that kind of thing also in the playlist uh, so oh and scratching we also men mentioned that i'm not i know we talked about scratching in the ocean strumming video uh that we did but you def all of these guys are in the playlist for you so you definitely want to check out the acoustic guitar workshop playlist that'll be available for you on the youtube channel See, this has been super, super fun. Guys, if you've enjoyed this, um, I think that you'll like Steve's new course. It's called Acoustic Guitar. It's everything you want to know A to Z about playing acoustic. It goes through all these things you've already talked about. It teaches you chord progressions, um, scales, and strumming patterns, and kind of breaking out of all that, putting it all together so that you can become a complete guitar player. It's, avail it's available for you at guitarzoom.com. Steve, what else, my friend? Well, that's it. That's our 10 songs. That's, that's enough for today, for sure. Super cool. 
Guys, thanks again. We'll put the, uh, in the description down below, we'll put the name of all these songs in case you're watching and you're like, what song was that? Or you joined late or whatever. We're going to be doing another workshop for you. Make sure you subscribe and hit the notify button and we'll see you in the next acoustic guitar workshop session. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. Take care. See you, bud. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, um, I thought it would be fun to talk about just the basic setup of what a 12-bar blues is. So if somebody doesn't cool. know what 12-bar blues means, I thought we would talk about that a little bit. We're not going to go into an hour and a half dissertation of the 12-bar blues, but we will just kind of go into the basics of what it is and how it works. So when people talk about blues, what makes blues so interesting versus other styles of music is when you say something like, when you say rock or you say country, or you say jazz, or you say metal, you're talking about a billion different things. When you say blues, you're talking about a lot of different things too, no doubt about it. But when you say blues, the first thing that people think about is a particular chord progression or a series of chords that happens. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.